on to another InventRight TV show. We have a resident LinkedIn for licensing expert, Benjamin Harrison, and InventRight co-founder, Stephen Key. My name is Andrew Krause. I also co-founded InventRight. Benjamin, let's let you do the talking this time, Benjamin. What are we talking about on this on the, with the tips today? What are we doing? So what we're talking about today is LinkedIn messaging mistakes. We're going to talk about all those things that people do, all the, the bad DMs that everybody gets. And I, I want to give everybody a quick overview of these just in case you're thinking about trying any yourself so we can head you off at the pass, right? And the first one that has always been a really hot button topic on LinkedIn is don't send people like dating related messages, right? Don't reach out to people and message people and ask for a date or, or go into how pretty their smile is or compliment them on their looks. And this is another thing that you would think that people would just know to avoid on the platform, but it, it they don't. They see it as another place to try to get a date. And so that's creepy. Women get really creeped out this, about that. That's really creepy. Yeah, and it happens all the time too. You're like you would be surprised how many people actually post LinkedIn direct messages that they get later on to other websites. They have websites dedicated to creepy LinkedIn DMs, but it happens <laughs> a lot more often than you would think. Absolutely. All right. And um, another thing that we've talked about before is another like huge. LinkedIn DM mistake is the long direct message, right? It's the direct message that has a bunch of links in it. And it's so long that you can tell that no one typed this message out for you. It's obvious, just even based on the length of it, that it's a copy and paste spray and pray marketing campaign, right? So Tons of people try to use LinkedIn Direct Messenger this way, and it just always comes across as spam. If it's three paragraphs and it's all these links, I know you didn't specifically type it out for me. And if I get a message that I can tell wasn't typed out just for me, it's obvious that it's spam. No, right? no Benjamin, I like the ones where they're asking me if I need maybe some type of business or service but they don't know who I am and they haven't done their homework. And I read it. I'm going, this might be really great for somebody else, but it, it doesn't pertain to me. So why would you spam me like that? I don't understand. I think it's, it's a very, something that sh people should stop doing because I look at it and I just completely disregard it. One of my favorite tips that you give Benjamin is really simple. Is like look at your own direct messages and see what you don't like, see what feels spammy to you, and make a mental note of that. Don't ever do that. And and I know it's really simple advice, but it's great advice that you give there. Thanks. And I even recommend that people, you know, send your message, right? Send it and look and see how big of a block of text it is. Send it to a, a, a coworker, a, a coach, you know, whatever it is that you have. And so once you've sent your message, you're able to see how it is that other people are going to be receiving that. And if it looks more like an email and less like a text message, you're off to the wrong start, right? It needs to appear that it's just a direct message from someone that you know versus somebody that's hitting you with a bunch of information. Let me let me tell you the ones I really like that come over to me. They'll say, hey, hey Stephen, 
and they've done a little bit of homework. They might say, hey, I've read your book. I read this article and I know right away and they might drop a line. I read this article about this. So right away, I know that they've done some homework. And of course, the flattery always helps. So when that happens, I actually pay attention to those. The other ones I don't pay attention to at all. So a great tip, anybody's listening, if you really do your homework and whoever you're reaching out, know their business, know what they do, mention something that's, I wouldn't say personal, but something something that um, would make that person realize you, you, you're interested enough to take the time to investigate. It's a specific message for you. Yeah, yeah. No one, no one copied or, or cut Stephen yeah. or, you know, pasted Stephen into a message that they just took Bob's name out of. Yes. It was a specific message for you. And it, it shows, right? It's obvious whenever I, that's the case. Those I love, I always get back to people really, really quick. I, I'm with Stephen. The one, that, the one that irritates me the most is that I looked at your profile. It looks like there's synergy between our profiles. And it's like, really? Um, who's going to buy that? You know, you, you just paste it sent to anybody. The, the word synergy drives me nuts. People do it different ways, but they, it's, everybody seems to use the word synergy. I'm getting that via emails now, too. And I'm like, really? You didn't give me any specifics yeah. to show me that you know who that Benjamin, talk about the links that people put in there and the, the things to click on. I mean, I wouldn't click on anything the first time someone reached out to me ever. So why do people do that? I think people do it because they see it as a way of actually – they think people are going to click on it. They think if they do the spray and, pay, and pray campaign and they blast it out enough places, it doesn't matter if there's – a thousand annoyed people if there's 10 people that click on it, right? So I think it's just a numbers thing, and it's a really ineffective uh, campaign in my opinion because if you expect somebody to click on an external link and you don't know them, it's the same as the uh, the you know African prince that, that needs your, your account, whatever. You just need to do this, and he's going to give you $30 million. It just comes across as a – as a spammy campaign, right? So what happens if I reach out to somebody and I don't get a response? Can I do it again? So this is an area where I may have a little different opinion than some. I hate to pester people. Like I just hate bugging people. So my method is, is I'm going to have to be a polite pest at some point, right? I'm going to have to push people a little bit. But I save that for the people that actually have some engagement initially with me. I'm not someone that's going to send out four or five messages to someone in a row if they haven't said anything to me because it's at that point, if they do say something to you, you've, you've not really got off on the right foot with them, right? Yeah, but- well, what if I stretch it out, Benjamin? What if I do it every 48 hours? Come on. Give me a <laughs> Stretch it out to 48 hours. Well, so. you know, you guys yeah. you guys got to realize that some people, they'll only check their LinkedIn profile once a week or once every two weeks. But they yeah. might be a great marketing manager that you're trying to get into at the company you're trying to license to. So then they check it two weeks later, and you've sent six messages, and they're like – this is a crazy person. I'm not going to respond One, to that. One-sided conversations are definitely <laughs> a mistake on direct messaging people on, on LinkedIn. It just doesn't look good. It looks like when you've got 30 text messages from somebody and you haven't responded to them, that's not a relationship. Should I, should I change it up a little bit? Come on. Can I change it up a little bit? Ask for something different? I wouldn't. I just wouldn't. That's one of the, the another huge mistake is not really having an ask. 
right? That's another thing that people do is they just send over information and expect you to figure out something to do with it and how to implement this in a way that's beneficial to them. And I've never understood that. I've spent more time trying to figure out what someone wants than it took to read their message in the first place, right? Yeah, yeah. So we we got about 30 seconds left here. Anything we want to say to wrap up? I, I Don't create friction. Don't make life hard on someone. Make it easy for them to respond to you. That's one of the biggest mistakes that people make is they create too much friction in their messaging. Great, great message. Thank you, Benjamin. Thank you, Stephen. Take care, everybody. Keep inventing, and we'll catch up with you next time. See you. Bye.